is time. Now it's time for the Tuesday to Turf. <laughs> yeah. That's a very Joker-ish. <laughs> little Johnny LaRue. A little Joker LaRue at you. Good morning. It's the Ronald George Moore. Shot in the head. Oh my God, so violent. Yes, I don't, I'm feeling good. I'm not violent at all. I had a great weekend. Hope you had a great weekend too. Yesterday, Monday, you know, it was a pretty solid day. You know, the weekend's so great and you go back to the grind at the corporation or wherever you're working and then all of a sudden it's like, ugh. But no, it was good. And then I did some errands, ran my daughter around. It was a fun night. But now we're back on the Tuesday where I just kind of, you know, talk some little bullshit with you. And we're going to get right to the draw. What draw, you ask? I will tell you, um, on uh, Facebook Marketplace, a few weeks back, I acquired some Robin's Donuts coffee mugs. And they are beautiful. I mean, they're heavenly. And I only really, I, if you don't know, I collect Robin's Donuts. And it's great. I love it. But I don't, five of these mugs are the exact same. So I thought, why not reward the Patreon members by putting all their names into uh, a Robin's mug <laughs> or, or something and drawing one for the next uh, three weeks and I'll give away a mug to the Patreon members. So, uh, and I said last week, if you want, join up right away at patreon.com slash Moore, and your name will be entered into the contest. Uh, luckily for our, my current Patreon members, uh, no one has entered <laughs> except you. So we're down, I got the names right here and we're gonna draw right away. We're gonna draw right away. Um, all right, I need to put it in a coffee mug. Here we go. Oh, it's a good one. Who's it gonna be this week winning a Robin's mug? And by the way, this is a Patreon, right? So uh, uh, if you join the Patreon, it's a dollar a month is the first base tier. The second tier is home run for $3 a month. And then the Grand Slam, $5 a month. Um, you will get one of these mugs. I'm gonna save one specifically for the, grand, the next Grand Slam Patreon member. So really, if you spend five bucks and become a Patreon member, you get a mug and then you can always fuck off and <laughs> say bye. I just want the mug, sucker. I will honor that. Yes, indeed, I am a sucker. All right, let's do it. Here we go, the drop. I got the name. Sean O'Rama, you just won a Robin's Donuts coffee mug. Oh my god. That is um, very nice. And uh, Sean, of course, is the host of the Sean Geek podcast, aka Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast. And uh, a podcast I listen to each and every week, which um, his own style is no rules, all rules. And <laughs> meaning he does. Uh, different shows he doesn't really have a format to his show there's interviews there's geek culture talk and music and I love the show and I'm so glad he's a patreon member and actually his last episode this week I swear to god this isn't related he did not win this it was a random draw but um, I'm glad he won he said some very nice things uh, about me and my show and Carolyn my partner uh, on his show so thank you for that Sean that was very very nice of you very nice very nice and uh, yeah well, I'll get your your Robin's mug to you that's sweet and you can join his patreon uh, meet the geeks 
patreon.com slash meet the geeks but only one mug Sean you have to share it with your brother so one more draw is happening next week sign up and get your name in uh, this week uh, we have this neighbor who uh, has two dogs and they're pretty big one's a husky and one just kind of he bought us a puppy earlier this year and it just it outgrew the husky it's wild it's just how quickly these dogs grow right we have our own dog um, but we don't use the backyard because his dogs are always in the back always is an exaggeration but not really not really they're always in the back so so of course like there the, there's when we open uh, this is kind of hard to explain the walkway between our house is the walkway that we use to get to the back where you know my car is so I'm always using that walkway where the fence is but the fence <clears throat> uh, where we're walking is about shoulder height so in other words the dogs usually they're barking and they jump up and you can see their heads pop up right and uh, but you know I, I'm always walking back and forth at the fence and so I always see these dogs and so eventually they when I come by they stop barking they know who I am now right they just kind of put their paws up and they just kind of stare at me and I'm like hey how's it going dog how's it going other dog I use their names I'm afraid I shouldn't use their their dog names <laughs> for some reason anyway so this uh, the non husky dog uh, we, we were coming this weekend, we were bringing stuff from the car, walking past, and uh, this one dog was just kind of staring at us, you know, over the, at the fence. And so I was, we were like, even Carolyn was like, we should bring him a dog treat. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe not, at least not our dog. And when I said that, the dog actually was able to jump up and he bit my shoulder. <laughs> I was like stunned. I was, I was like, what? Like, he didn't. He didn't contact the shoulder. Why, well, you know, I had, and the worst, okay. Oh, I'm reliving this trauma. It's actually making me sweat a little. And not because of the bite, because the bite didn't contact the, the skin. I definitely felt the pressure of the teeth kind of clamping down on the shoulder, but it didn't really get in there. But what that fucker dog did, it ripped my tragically hip, the tragically hip hoodie I got at their final concert. I, it's. It's a, it's a hoodie I rarely wear. <laughs> I rarely wear this thing, only for special occasions, right? And for some reason, the special occasion was to go to Costco. I, I was so stupid. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm like, and I know what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm gonna wear this fucking, the Tragically Hip hoodie because I'm gonna be the coolest guy in Costco. Everyone's gonna be turning heads. Whoa, where'd he get that cool hoodie? And. Half the, the people in the know will be like, oh, he was at the last concert. What a cool guy. Um, but, uh, you know, it's my own fault for wearing it because now it, it has a, a rip in the shoulder and I was like, I was, I was furious. But what can you do? You can't really, you can't blame the dog. You know, I let my, I let my, I always say, you got to know your bubble, got to know your space around you. If there's a dog there, that uh, perhaps is just waiting for the right moment to strike. <laughs> you let you're letting your guard down. Ah, you can't get mad at a dog. Is what I'm saying. You can't. Never get mad at the dog. <clears throat> yeah. So we're uh, we're gonna bring it. Uh, Carolyn says she knows a guy. <laughs> she. <laughs> I'm like what? You know a guy that fixes 
It's, it's not like he ripped the hood. It's like he 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 tore a little patch. He tore a little part of the hood right off. I was like, where'd it go? Where, where, or the shoulder, I should say. So it's it's weird. This little, little tiny hole now sits where there once was cloth. But she knows a guy, some guy in McPhillips that's gonna mend it. And I'm like, all right, if that's the case. And the the beauty part of this whole thing, it was all, all kind of a blessing in disguise because our neighbor now, he obviously realized, well, this is an issue. He's got to fix it. So he just extended the fence up all alongside the walkway. So now it's it's actually great. We can go in the back. We can even have our dog, Cozy, in the backyard running around by himself, herself. And that that is something we really needed because, like, it's... it's we would have liked to have Cozy in the backyard all summer. <laughs> Not all summer, you know what I'm saying. So it's just, it's a joy. It, it actually worked out fairly well. Um, Matt Robbins. Mm. Very good. Um, Carolyn and I have, uh, I have been doing a lot of side hustle lately. Actually, I've kind of just got sick of doing it. <laughs> I just, I'm like, man, the, the corporation takes so much out of me. It sucks to my brain. And then, after you work eight hours, and then you do another two or three hours of sad hustle, it really it really wears on your brain about working all the time and on the weekends, and also painful because I drive for my day job, so it's just like my leg would have aches and pains. And so I stopped for a month or two, and yeah, it kind of fixed everything up. I'm like, yeah, like so good, I feel so good. And also, so we have a lot more time to hang out and do things and kind of like date in the home. So Carolyn has been, um, you know, I'm not one. I'm not going to dominate the picks. <laughs> you know, we're going to watch this. We're going to watch this. I, there's so many great TV and movie comedies I want to introduce to her, introduce to her. And I want the same thing from her, you know, even though I not ne don't necessarily have the same. If you don't know, she's a horror person, horror person and and drama whereas I am comedy I like the comedy I like the good good comedy so it's you know which is it's kind of hard sometimes to watch drama I feel because it's just a, it's a lot of waiting around it's a lot of long shots of people walking and you know I'm in my head I'm like get get there come on let's move this story along but I guess the whole idea it's the building up suspense and tension for the characters but for the most part, I'm just sitting there going, let's go already, I'm goddammit. <laughs> it's rough, it's rough thing, but I'm learning. I'm learning how to how to love the drama. And of course there are great dramas, but usually there's always a sprinkling of, of comedy in there. Like Forrest Gump, that's a comedy, isn't it? There's so many funny moments, Tom Hanks. We can laugh at Forrest Gump, can't we? <laughs> For the right reasons, not the wrong reasons. Um, Anyway, so Carolyn uh, has been showing me these. She loves the old stuff too. She loves these obscure shows and films from the 50s and 60s and 70s. You know, and uh, she's like, I want to show you these BBC Christmas horror specials. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are we? What? Christmas horror? All right, I guess. Yeah, it's for. 1970s from the 1970s and I was like what <laughs> all right so we watched the first one and it was about uh, this young kid going to his uncle's or something and 
the uncle. It turns out in the end he's already killed two children. He wants to keep young, or he wants to fly by eating their hearts. And I, I gotta admit, it was it was all right. It was good actually. I I loved it. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself more. <laughs> I don't know if I loved it, but I really liked it. It was it was interesting. It was shot because you also got to think. Okay, this is 1971. Not like they had a lot of CGI going on, or you know, not the best makeup. But it was, it was, you know, whenever children are used in horror movies, it's a little scary. Anyway, so then the, she wanted to show me another one because I guess they had a succession of, of these Christmas horror specials on BBC. So I was like, yeah, okay, I, that one was the first one was pretty good. Let's watch the second one. And the credits show up, and the one of the names. Well, there's only like two or three players in the whole... And these are like half-hour, 40-minute shows. Denholm Elliott shows up on screen. I'm like, what? I know Denholm Elliott. And I'm like, my brain is processing the name. Denholm Elliott. Who is that? And then I'm like, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I know that actor. And sure enough, it was him. Denholm, which is like... Was that a popular name? Denholm? Denny. Denny, I guess. How I remembered his name... I, I don't know, because I can't really think of him being in anything else, but Denholm Elliott, yeah, he plays, um, I believe, Marcus Brody, Marcus Brody, in the Indiana Jones uh, original trilogy. Let me, uh, so I thought it'd be kind of fun to just do a little deep dive on Denholm Elliott, because he, he's great. And, and then the BBC thing, he plays a, a train conductor who's kind of like having these visions of, uh, like he, he commands a tunnel and he has to change the track for the for the trains there's one track so his whole job is just to switch the train line so there's not a big accident inside this big tunnel and of course there what is in the end and uh he gets distracted by a ghost and uh gets run over by a train in the end <laughs> i'm like whoa just jumping out of the seat of my pants on this one uh it was good but he, he the best part about it was him because i think he's just an amazing uh character actor or at least he is in the um what do you call it the indiana jones series so i thought it'd be as i said kind of fun to maybe kind of deep dive into his um his filmology because he's one of these english actors that i'm sure has been in so many things i'm gonna i'm on his imdb right now first thing i want to check out if i got his character's name right uh is that marcus brody that seems right but it could be the other actor in there come on let's go where is that See, this is the type of thing where I want to like. What the fuck? Oh, there it is, Indiana. Hey, Marcus Brody. Okay, eighty-nine. So let's just read the bio and uh, ex find out exactly, as I said, what he's all about. Born May thirty-first, nineteen twenty-two. Died October sixth, nineteen ninety-two. That's kind of neat. In Spain. Um. He entered RADA, the R-A-D-A, at the age of 17. I'm sure that's like Army, military, but dropped out after a year after hating every minute being there. He joined the Royal Air Force in 1940, trained as a gunner, radio operator, and was shot down over Germany in 1942. Man, he really lived those Indiana Jones Chronicles. In the POW camp, he and his fellow prisoners staged various productions in a theater constructed out of an old packing cases. Out of old packing cases. After the war, he joined a London uh, repertory company and his career took off 
particularly when Laurence Olivier chose him for the starring role in Venus Observed, for which he won a Clarence Derwent, what's all these fucking names, award, when another Olivier production, Ring Around the Moon, transferred to New York. Ah, come on. Kind of boring. Return, he returned to Britain, signed a film contract, appeared in such movies as The Cruel Sea, The Sound Barrier, King Rat, I don't know, does any be real debaters? Do you know these movies? Oh, of course, that's the other movie he's known for, Trading Places. I remember him in Trading Places. Is that the, is, is he more drunk in Trading Places? Because he, he seems like a, I remember him being drunk. It's got to be Trading Places and not Indiana Jones, right? Probably both. Anyway, um, trademarks. He frequently plays upper-middle-class English characters. He frequently played well-mannered characters. He frequently played alcoholics. Yay! I was right. He frequently played uh, CADs and confidence tricksters. Okay, so we know the Indiana Jones movies. We know Trading Places. Anything else stick out? Well, uh, looking at his IMDb, which I am right now, see if any other movies... See if he's been in anything else that I was like, that I can be like, whoa, I didn't know he's in A Room with a View in 1985. Uh, everything, The Razor's Edge with Bill Murray, he's in that. Of course, Trading Places, everything else, Raiders Lost Ark, and other movies that I've never heard of. Watership Down, I mean, I've heard of it. The Boys from Brazil, heard of it, I haven't seen it. Ripping Yarns, TV shows, oh, that's cool. Uh, see, it's all BBC now, I, I would guess, or the other side of the pond, and there's just not going to be a lot of... Oh, The Apprenticeship of Duddy Kravitz? I haven't seen it. <laughs> I know. That's Richard Dreyfuss, too. Ah, I should really check that out. Carolyn and I have been on a Richard Dreyfuss kick uh, since we watched What About Bob, and we got Let It Ride. Let It Ride. Remember Let It Ride? Let It Ride. Good movie. Real debaters. Go for it. Debate that one. It's a great movie. Debate over. Um, yeah, let's end it there. Is that, is that, am I done? I think I'm done here. We're hitting on a, almost a 20 minute mark, so yeah. I just want to end this by saying, um, you know, I, my uncle Alan died over the last, the past week, and I want to give my course condolences to my family over in Ireland. Uh, it's obviously very sad when a family member dies, and um, yeah, I just wish I could be there and and grieve with the, my extended family, of course. But I want to just also put out a warning for those who do experience family loss. And that is, um, somehow, I got a, on, on Facebook, I got a friend request, request from Uncle Alan, Alan Wiley, Alan Wiley's funeral live stream exclamation point and the, uh, there was like four exclamation points I should have realized it was a scam right off the bat but how fucking sad and sick is that that someone's gonna try to scam someone out of their money because they have dying relative it was the craziest thing because it was the day of his of his funeral and I got this request and I'm and, uh, you know, I'm looking for it even before I got this request. And somehow, I, I, it, I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it. I don't really, I never even accept a lot of friend requests. But I'm like, wow, someone must in Ireland must be 
setting up a camera and they're gonna allow me access to watch the the uh, ceremony and you call it a ceremony we're not celebrate anyway so I was like wow and then so it said sign up for free so you click on it and basically what it tells you is you have to give your credit card information and then you'll for they're gonna charge you a dollar and they'll refund a dollar and I'm like and I was so damn close to hitting that accept or whatever like I because then the fine print said that you'd be charged fifty two dollars fifty two dollars a month they, they they were a little too greedy <laughs> and it was a scam I even put a little comment saying like I, I think this is a scam people because I was the fifth person to accept the friend re request but by the time I figured it out they had like 70 or 80 people and I'm like oh my god my uncle was well loved in uh, in Ireland and so there was unfortunately I, yeah wasn't able to view it that kind of sucks and uh, but uh, but I just scum of the earth that's what we're dealing with now scum of the earth and with internet access so I'm sorry if anyone fell for that, or if I helped that in any way, you know? Because that could have been it. It could have been, you know, I did accept the friend re request, which I never do, simply for this type of thing. But it was so specific, with my Uncle Alan's picture, it was just, it was all bullshit. Anyway, um, yeah, that's the show. Hope you have a good one. Come back on Friday for Friday Foreplay. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash The Mantle Money Shop Podcast is the home base. And there are lots of things to listen to on there, including Hotel Manitoba. There, the, You go to the playlist, you'll see over 75 interviews with great, great Manitoba top talent. And um, social medias, just Google them and join up and share and love. Enjoy your week, you... Uh, money shoddians <laughs> money bags okay bye